Tactics, strategies, and transformation. So these three things are extremely important in the world of investing, but the problem is everyone keeps saying the word strategy again and again and again. Now, I thought I'd do this not just in this particular episode, but do it over a three-part series. We're going to break down the importance of each one, what they mean, and what are some examples of how to consider all of these in scaling a portfolio. Now, why I want to come to the point of strategy is that everyone mentions the word strategy. It's the most overused word. What's your strategy? Do you have a strategy for this? It's like we're in like modern warfare and we're trying to like bite someone on the other side. And there's no, why do we keep using these strategies? This isn't like World War II and we're in some deep battles. This is building a property for you and trying to build wealth for your family. And so strategy just is overused. And this is also a cop-out. Like people use the word strategy when they're kind of not sure how to answer it. Oh, mate, uh, kind of depends on your strategy. What's your, what's your thoughts on your approach strategy? And it's not that complicated. And so this is where I thought instead of just use this one word and constantly abuse it and keep having discussions around what it should do, I thought why not separate into three things so you can get some definitive understanding of what's not really a strategy and more of a tactic. What is a strategy? And then lastly, what's actually some transformative views on scaling your portfolio? So we're going to go into episode one of these three and we're going to make it all about tactics. So let's break down tactics. Firstly, it's, in my opinion, quick decisions and quick moves where you can see a result fairly quickly and then move on from that result to the next fairly quickly. It's almost like you can actually patch up, fix, improve overnight. So if I actually bring up the definition of tactic, let's bring it up now. So tactics are the specific action you undertake to accomplish your strategy. Uh, funny enough, I was just saying, let's not abuse the word strategy and the word strategies in tactics to begin with. And look, funny enough, I was actually just giving crap to people on like the whole war and the mindset of battles for property. And here we are, for example, in a war, a nation's strategy might be to win the hearts and minds of opponents' civilian population. To achieve this, they could use tactics such as radio broadcast or building hospitals. So that's what I just read from Google, where strategy and tactics do have some differences. But the point here is that these are quick, specific actions that you immediately take to achieve or accomplish your strategy. So it's a subset of it rather than it's the same as strategy. Okay, so now when we're looking at it, what might be the strategy then? Well, the strategy might be to go down a particular way of investing that then leads to an outcome where the tactic might be the specific action you take in that way, in that path to achieve that outcome. So it's not so much the way it's the action itself. And so this is where we might go through a couple of things now specific to tactics that you can do that are actually going to move your portfolio forward in a certain direction. So we'll use a property specific example instead of all the warfare that I've just read out. Firstly, let's go to strategy. The strategy might be developing property as a means to get to your wealth building goals. But the tactic might be buying in a city where you understand the codes very well. You have town planners, surveyors, strong relationships, and that's the tactic is targeting that city. So that's the specific action that you're looking at achieving. And then the pathway is development. And then the goal is the wealth and profits you build. And so coming to that last part, which is transformation, might be how much money you put down, how much income you bring in, how much you're able to scale, how many partners you bring into that development journey. And that's the end transformative component. So this is a, in terms of the masterclass of these three parts all coming together and really trying to break down how you can use each of these to actually scale your portfolio further. So this particular episode, let's go deep into the world of tactics. Firstly, a tactic might be, do you take 90% loans, 80% loans, 75, 70, 
So this is what we call loan to value ratios. So your tactic might be, I'm going to achieve this next purchase with a 90% loan, which therefore means less money in the deal, more costs on the deal in interest rates, and also potentially the mortgage insurance. But the idea here is that you're going to this next purchase sooner because of a tactic you've deployed of paying mortgage insurance. The next tactic might be looking at interest only versus P&I. Now, yes, P&I can offer you certain interest rates that are low with certain banks, but at the same time, if you go interest only, that might offer you more liquidity on your month by month basis. There are certain lenders as well that look at your interest only as your actual commitment instead of your end state P&I, which means your borrowing capacity increases with some lenders when you're in interest only. And for other lenders, your borrowing capacity gets worse. This is a quick decision that you can make to be able to decide in the strategy connecting with tactic for your debt. And that could be interest only, whilst if you have a home to live in, you might be paying that P&I. So can you see how we're not overusing strategy here? We're using tactics to deploy the steps towards achieving your strategy. And so this is where 90%, 80%, interest only, P&I are just some examples. Now, when you look at another tactic, we might break into the world of renovations. Now, renovating properties to successfully build wealth and actually get to end passive incomes, maybe your end strategy or a strategy, but the tactic specific to that is how deep in the renovations you go. The quick tactics you might go is, I wanna go down a project of maybe spending no more than 10, 15K per property. And that might be an ideal world where you go, hey, every property I buy, I go do blinds, carpets, ceiling fan light combos, a stove and oven or range hood, and then maybe a couple of split systems too. All of a sudden, you're within 15K quite easily and you're able to get some quick cosmetic stuff done. New professional photography, maybe a couple of built-in robes, and you're quite contained to sort of that 10 to 20K mark if you're doing all of these things together. And so when you think of that, these are just ways that you can deploy tactics to kind of say, this is my go-to thing. And actually, funnily enough, those things I've just said to you are some of my go-tos. And let me just repeat them, just so you know a couple of quick things. It's quick carpet replacements, it's ceiling fan light combos, it's stove and range hoods, it's professional photography, it's window furnishings and built-in robes. I think I said the word it's every single time. So if you hate the word it's, probably don't listen to that so much. But the main thing is that is an example of the things I follow from a tactics perspective to get my renovation strategically done, get it done cheap, and be able to improve a property. The strategy was renovating properties, but the tactic was the quick decisions and the actions I take each time it drops on my desk. So the idea here is that if you can start to note down a few tactics from finance to property searching, to property buying, to property holding, these are a few swim lanes where you can start to break down how you deploy tactics. And this will give you a bit of a pathway to each decision you make as to whether you make it or not, knowing that you've got certain tactics and approaching it. So on the finance, let's go deeper into that. We talked mortgage insurance, we talked interest only or P&I, now we might talk fixed rate or variable. So the fixed rate or variable can be defined as I need certainty and comfort with a fixed rate decision because I want to take advantage of a certain interest rate or I'm a great saver. I'm going to boost my offsets quite quickly and heavily and therefore variable and access to the offset functions might be more important to me. So again, this is how you isolate the tactic to deploy based on your position. Let's keep going down this finance swim lane one step further. The next step might be the type of lender you go to. For example, the tiers of banks. Tier one, big four banks. Tier two, you start to add on the subsidiaries that they own. Tier three, you start throwing a few random names in there. And then tier four, you've never heard of them, but somehow that uncle or auntie at the barbecue who got their 10th property called them up and said, you gotta go to this bank. And you're like, where the hell did you even get this name from? And it's like, oh no, I found a fridge magnet in one of these envelopes, gave them a call and they ended up working out. And so the main thing is tiers of banks is a quick tactic you can deploy to be able to get from one place to the next, to the next very quickly. You're not waiting for a strategy change, your strategy remains, but you're deploying the tactic 
to switch from banks to get the money you need. And so this is an example of this finance component of tactics. Let's move over to research. If you're looking at research from a tactics perspective, you might isolate areas more rather than looking broad and deeper. So for example, the tactic you might deploy here is basically you might say, I want a minimum yield to be X amount. So the tactic is 5% plus yields is my approach here in the decision I've quickly made and be able to look at markets across the country that tick that. And so you might then go, well, although my budget commands maybe 15 to 20 cities, my yield minimum threshold only commands three cities. And so you've deployed a tactic as part of creating your own brief to then say, hey, I want to hang in these three cities. And yes, there's the downside of this tactic where you miss out on many other markets, which needs to be surveyed. But at the same time, you might then have absolute clarity on deploying your strategy within those cities because you know you've got the tactic of 5% plus. Now, probably listening to this podcast, you're going to be sick of hearing the word tactics said so much. And I'm glad that you do, because if you do feel that way, it means that we're getting the right quick short hits imprinted in your mind to know this is my short decisions. I make this way or that way, this decision or that decision. It's very quick things that you can take to achieve your strategy. And that's the key here. Quick, actionable steps to achieve your strategy. So that's more from the research side. Just one example that you've got on the tactics. Now I'm going to go take a step back now because you've got research, you've got property, and then you've got finance. So let's now actually paint the picture with an exact example of how you can deploy tactics across these three swim lanes. So if we go to research first, the research might be, I'm looking at 500K markets and I'd like to ensure that I have a minimum yield of 4.5%. Then from the property, the strategy might be, well, I'm actually looking at things to do cosmetic renovations on, but the tactics are, I only want to do three to five core things and keep it within 10K. Carpets, lines, ACs, oven, stove or range hood, ceiling fans, built-in robes, my sort of quick go-tos. Then from a finance perspective, I'm going to take loans at a 90% rate, interest only if I can, and with whichever tier of bank needed to, to be able to access funds and give myself a certain buffer. So you can see these are the quick tactics deployed with the strategy actually being I want to buy property as quickly as possible where I can strategically renovate for some upside within 500k. That's kind of the strategy overarching and you're then using that strategy and repeating it to get to your goals. Within that strategy was all those micro tactics that I've shared with you. So as you go from part one of this three-part series to the next part which is all about strategies and actually uncovering that, I hope breaking down the tactics help you and being able to isolate quick decisions you need to make versus more thought out ones from a strategy perspective. Now, I might give you a few bonuses here as well. I keep saying the word I might, but the truth is you're going to get them. So the bonuses I'm going to give you here are actually looking also at tactics from a structuring perspective. So when you speak to your accountant, you might look at it from a perspective of, well, do I go trust versus no trust? Does that need to be a broad strategy perspective? Probably not. That's an outcome of this particular purchase. The strategy, as an example, I want to look at a tax effective vehicle to be able to get my portfolio from X dollar figure to Y dollar figure, could be 1 million transitioning to 5 million, whilst maintaining borrowing capacity and then also being able to save on taxes and protect my risks. The strategy that you're sharing with your accountant is to achieve that. And then from that, the tactic deployed is open up a trust. But it's the strategy of trusts and types of trusts and assets that you hold within it that achieves that outcome. So this is when you come back to the tactic of, do I do a trust with this purchase or do I not? And that's the quick decision, the short sword, the thing you can do to be able to make an approach to your strategy. I hope this helps you in really nailing 
different types of moments where tactics come into play and where decisions get made at the micro level. Next episode is all about strategies. And we're gonna go in all the different directions you can go with strategy and see how this actually gets to your end portfolio goals. That's the first of our episode series for tactics, strategies, and transformation. The playbook to actually scaling a portfolio with all the micro and larger decisions you need to make. Arjun Paliwal here, head of research at Investigate Buyers Agency. And by the way, we're Buyers Agency of the Year for 2023. So if you like the start of this and you like where this is heading and you do want the Buyers Agency of the Year on your team to be able to help you start or scale your portfolio, we've got limited spots for free consultations. Check them out at investigate.com.au and click on request a free consultation to have a chat with one of our senior property consultants to learn more about our portfolio planning, research, due diligence, and strategies. There you go, I said that word again, to actually get you to your end goal. 